It's the Retirement Domination Life After Work podcast with Tom Jacobs and Michelle McCormick. All right, we're here to dominate again. Welcome to the podcast. It's Michelle McCormick, Tom Jacobs, and special guest today, special guest, Steve Kelly. Steve Kelly is a well-known radio personality in Grand Rapids. He has been around the block. In in radio, and I don't even know what that means. You've been around the block. Now I feel like I, I feel like I oversold you or undersold you. I'm not sure. I think it's just the age. I think it's what you're saying is that since we're the same age, yeah. uh, we've both been around the block, and that's okay. It's I, you know, I used to be conscious about that stuff, but as I'm rushing up on sixty, I'm kind of chill about the whole thing. I don't thing. care about it either. Tom's the baby of the group here. Tom's I feel like I'm in my car listening to the morning show on. We Wood Radio right now with Steve. What a privilege it is for me to be with two legends of yeah. radio, Michelle McCormick and Steve Kelly. Steve, thanks so much for being here. Tom, thank you for the invitation. Uh, it's a, it's, and you know we had you on a couple of weeks ago yeah. on Wood Radio, so it's just like tit for tat. So that's we're, right. That's uh, right. You're next back in Wood Radio. Let's How's keep that? ping-ponging back and forth. That's fantastic. fantastic. I'm just going to sit here and go back and forth like I'm at a tennis match here. Um, <laughs> but yeah, Steve, you've been doing, you've been working at Wood Radio for a minute. I mean, Gary Allen retired. Uh, gosh, how long have you been at Wood now? Uh, that was about 17 years ago. Well, <laughs> I, I've been doing it for like 11. Gary retired. Um, I can't even remember. I saw him at a, a Christmas party just a little while ago. I, Gary's now 77 years old. He looks great. Yeah, he's been a legend, too, in Grand Rapids for years and years. It's so. If we're going to go by the numbers, I've been in radio for 40 years. Uh, I came back to Grand Rapids in 1996 and started working uh, at radio stations here. And then uh, would radio... Worked into the mix somewhere in there. Steve, we've always been uh, competitors. <laughs> I don't well, think we I've ever... in the same building... We did. ...for a while. Yeah. I followed you. Uh, I did a talk show after you. Yeah. You did mornings and... and that was Scott fun. ...winners and I... It was fun. We yeah. used to do a little crosstalk at we the did. top of the hour when we talked back and forth. Yeah, we just, that was fun. You know, we had we chemistry. We, we could did. have done this. We did. Listen, I, I, not for lack of not being in love with you. I mean, I mean, on the radio. I mean, you know. Okay, we just that, didn't have the financial backing. <laughs> right. That's what it was. Two big dogs. Who's going to make more? Um, but I do remember, Steve Kelly, I listened to you one morning when you were in the hospital. Your wife was giving birth to your daughter. And I happened to be in my car. You were working at uh, SNX. Oh, wow. And you said, she has red hair. You're not going to believe it. And your partner, Sabrina, was on the air. And I was like tearing up. That's how emotional it was to hear the birth of your child on the radio. It was just something very cool. She's. That was a second kid. That was 25 years ago. Oh, wow. And they're both gosh. redheads. The other's 28 now. Gosh. And one lives in Cincinnati. And the kid that was born on the air is in Chicago and uh, on her way here for the holidays. Well, it, it, Steve's an interesting guy. And so is Tom. I mean, Tom started this business be, uh, out of necessity. I mean, his parents lost half of their retirement back in 2008. And you were in real estate and thought, I got to find a better way. Yeah, I was actually in the mortgage business. So I was... Yeah. Kind, yeah, of, that's kind of in finance, but yeah. yeah, I watched what was going on with my mom and dad and just couldn't 
fathom how that could be possible, that you could work and save for 42 years and then in a period of six months lose half. So that prompted my journey to figure out, hey, there's got to be a better way to save and plan for retirement. And we always ask our parents about advice, especially when it comes to finances. So you sure. would think that as they got to that later stage in life, that'd be the one thing that was, was nailed down. You Maybe know. their memory would get a little sketchy. You'd be there to carry the heavy stuff. But. You know, and it's so interesting because my mom and dad are, are just like most folks, um, really not financial people, but they're intelligent people and hardworking people, and they save money. And we just simply believe as you get older, you need to take less risk because you have less time to recover. I mean, pretty simple, I think. That's, that's the beauty of getting both of you together. And as I sit here watching both of you, uh, it makes me emotional because, Tom, this business came out of necessity. He had to find a better way for his parents. He got together this great team of people. And again, we say Tom serves with an open hand. This is the kind of business that helps people. You're the same way, Steve Kelly. You are one of those rare on-air guys. I mean, you did the morning zoo fun thing you did, but now you grew. we grow up. Yeah. You grow up a little bit. Uh, the, you know, there's less D jokes and, you know, less stick jokes and more, you know, but but we and you're one of those guys. You are the kind of guy who serves with an open hand, too. And I think where um, where you you shine is when people are in need or they need a voice of reason. That's you right now I, on the air. I think that I found my true voice when I shared my true self, yeah. right? So I'm an alcoholic in recovery, and I went through that journey on the air, uh, which was a bizarre thing. And I think if I were to do it all over again, I waited a couple of years as I was in recovery and doing everything um, AA therapy for 10 solid years, uh, whatever it would uh, take uh, to get my attention. Uh, I didn't share that with the audience for a couple of years, and I don't know why. Uh, I, probably I was afraid. Yeah. And I think I realized uh, that once you become your authentic self and tell your true story, uh, you resonate more with people. Amen. And that's why people love you, because you're real. Well, uh, listen, it was not an easy thing to do. Um, I, I'm, I follow on social media a lot of the sobriety sites, and mm -hmm. I think it's really cool when you learn that somebody else is an alcoholic, not for the mean-spiritedness no, of what just... it sounds like. It's like, oh, my gosh, I can't believe Bradley Cooper is somebody. Uh won Academy Awards, or at least will, with this holy smokes, this Bernstein movie. Oh, I know. Whoa. Looks great. It's it's really weird, uh, and it's upsetting, but it's really good. Anyway, there's a guy that struggles, and you think to yourself, well, if somebody that with it and smart can make it through, maybe I can too. You talk about... Uh going through that on the air when you, when, um, and being your authentic self, when did that hit you that, I gotta share this, like how did that... How did you come to that? I don't know. It was uh, actually speaking in Lowell at a municipal group. And I can't remember what it was all about. And it was before the holidays and somebody reached out and uh, it, maybe it was an anniversary or something like that. And yeah. I said, I just maybe I feel like in the middle of this speech, uh, I need to share with somebody in the audience that might be struggling too. Um, just to let just you know. Just impromptu, it just came out? I, I wrote it mm. uh, just in case I felt like, and I wasn't sure it was going to do it. Yeah. Uh, and then uh, I let it out. And I said, just in case there's somebody here that's maybe thrown their leg over the fence of addiction, uh, it's something that I've done. Uh, and there's help and there's hope and there is a vibrant recovery community out there that will embrace you and walk alongside oh, you. Oh, cool. It was really... And I got a goosebump uh, then when I did it, and then a bunch of people came up. Scary. One guy said to me afterwards, hey, I'm a friend of Bill's, too. And I'm like, wow, we can say that stuff out loud 
in, in person, and then I started doing it all the time. Do you find people in the community come up to you and just say things regarding this? Wholeheartedly, and almost exclusively. Now, it used to be something funny we did on the radio. Yep. Now it's when you shared this, uh, my daughter's in recovery. Yeah. Uh, I've got a cousin who's in lockup right now. Who would you recommend to? And it's like, wow. I suddenly have all these answers that I didn't have before. How cool. amazing. Not that I'm the you know expert. I'm just a guy that went through it, and this is what I did. Well, the interesting part of this is, Tom, we get paid for how people like us. Yeah. We get yeah. our our barometer for if we're successful is how many people like me. That can be a mind mess up. Well, Michelle, you have a perfect point because uh, yeah. we used to think that we had to be the most pleasant person in the room yeah. and maybe craft a persona that's popular when, I don't know about you, not necessarily in high Absolutely. school. I think that's one of the reasons why performers become performers because they want to kind of craft their own uh, craft their own uh, little group, right? Um, but that's when uh, I suddenly went off the script and decided that uh, I'm not necessarily the most popular person or pleasant. As a matter of fact, I struggle with addiction. I can be kind of an a-hole sometimes. Not you, me. <laughs> and certainly your listenership didn't suffer from that. It actually probably exploded. It did just the opposite. And uh, resonance and connection uh, is something that uh, you can't just uh, figure out how you're going to do by writing it down, like chemistry with a co-host. Uh -huh. We all work with people in offices, and sometimes it works, and sometimes it doesn't. And uh, again, right. when I suddenly began uh, to open up, uh, so too did the world. And not for me. You know, I'm one of those people that wears my uh, religion on my sleeve. All this uh, was predicted to me in a little book called The Bible, and the more I follow it, uh, the better this thing works out as well. Amen. You know, it's it's interesting when I, I called Steve, uh, we were chatting on the phone the other day about, I don't even know, about Tom, about you, Tom. And, um, we talk about you. What a fun we subject. Talk about you. Yeah, it was fantastic. We talked for hours, hours. <laughs> um, uh, but I we were talking about it, and I said, I felt compelled to tell you something that I don't want to, I don't, people's journey is their journey, I don't want to get involved in it, but I know you've been very public. And I had somebody reach out to me and said, if you know Steve, would you please tell him that he helped me, he pretty much saved my life and it, that's a big thing to say to somebody wow. and I couldn't it wasn't like hey Steve I'm calling you to tell you save some I had to be the right and this was a little bit ago and it just so happened that we it kind of worked you were doing the a radiothon you were doing a benefit weren't you guys doing a benefit for children's Helen DeVos Children's Hospital. Hospital but Michelle it happened on a day when we lost a co-worker uh, to alcoholism <laughs> that's what it was that's what it was and I was thinking dear man if, who died. if only I would have known that's how it came if up. only I could have uh, maybe said something, if not for me, but for him. And that's yep. when you said, hey, by the way, there was somebody else. I mean, and yeah. one of the key tenets uh, of Alcoholics Anonymous is giving back. Um, to keep yourself in line as well, notwithstanding, yeah. right? Faith without works is dead in the Alcoholics Anonymous book. And by gosh, uh, that's so true. And it was just a, something I needed to hear, something we it, all need to hear. It was that kind of day, and it just kind of came out. Yeah, I'm like, oh, by the way, but I, it it came out. Yeah, it wasn't a planned thing, and those are always the best. But you know. I'm on the shoulders of giants, too. The, my first call uh, once... The gastroenterologist told me that I had liver disease and that I could quit drinking or die was to uh, a cousin of my wife's who's uh, an Alcoholics Anonymous and sponsor. And uh, I said, hey, <laughs> I think we have something in common. 
uh, and it opened up a, a relationship with him uh, that became so much more uh, advantageous to me and to him, too. Well, this is the beauty of this podcast. And with Tom, Tom is I, I almost like a public servant. I know this is a business, and I know you make money doing this and all of that. By the way, there are no fees. Um, <laughs> I got that in. But uh, Tom, when Tom called me, I'm like, oh, the guy on the billboard with the safe son is you know, that guy. And I met him in one hour. First of all, we're very much type A. We're very much have the same kind of traits, and we got along very, very well. And I said, we got to, more people have to know who you are. And like when you said, when you became your real authentic self, that's when you kind of open yourself to people. And that's why this podcast, when you're trusting somebody with your money, your life savings, you want to know them. And to know Thomas to love him. That's how I feel. I really feel it's Ooh. not cheesy. And to know the staff here is to love the staff here, too. I mean, we've worked in radio with kooky people. <laughs> this staff is like he really has gotten together the, the just the best group of people and the team here I, I call them staff but the team here they all work together it's like a well-oiled machine is amazing and i love coming here and but so yeah you get to see it too right absolutely so yeah. in my jesus calling today it said you're, you're going to see miracles if you stay faithful and you get to see people in some pretty dire financial yeah. situations at a very tenuous time of their life and yeah. get to help right that ship. That's got to be pretty satisfying. And it's it's interesting, you know, similar to being alcoholics. I mean, sometimes people come in here and they're embarrassed. Um, oh. They don't want to... Oh, it's they, our they, money. they don't want to tell the story, and it's look, I got to know the story so I can help. Um, it's okay. Tell us what's going on, and and let's fix it. Um, yeah. Very similar. Walks. You don't want to be a burden on your kids, yeah. right? You thought you did it right, exactly. And yeah. then you find out that uh, maybe I I I can't pick any. Uh, assisted living center that I want. Yeah, maybe uh, I don't have enough for a nursing home moving and forward. Sometimes and sometimes it's a, it's a very issues. bold, tough conversation. But I'd rather have a bold, tough conversation than not have the conversation and then have a disaster take place. Mm. Same, same parallel with with your journey there. We'd rather talk about it and fix it rather than go to your funeral. Yeah, truth. Um, you, along your journey, and you've done such great radio work, but you also do some stuff outside of, you're on the board of... Mel Trotter Ministries. I, and it, it's one of those, I don't know if anybody listening has ever just suddenly ended up on a board uh, or in a committee at church. So I don't know how that happened. I do. I uh, shared my story with uh, Mel Trotter in their, their January series. They are a, a shelter here in Grand Rapids. Yes. <laughs> and yeah. It was founded in 1900 by a man like me uh, who was an alcoholic. He lived in Chicago. And Mel really? Trotter uh, was drunk one day and was walking to Lake Michigan uh, to drown himself, to kill himself. And he saw the light of a mission. And uh, he walked into the mission, and there he was transformed. And he took the lessons that he learned there about Jesus and recovery and walked to Grand Rapids. Well, he sure didn't walk to Grand Rapids. Uh, But in 1900, he founded Mel Trotter Ministries. It's been around 124 years uh, almost. And uh, there um, uh, there are shelters all across the country uh, based on that ministry. I'll be darned. I had no never idea. Never heard that story. I, you know what? Could you say Mel Trotter, Mel Trotter, Mel Trotter? I never knew who Mel Trotter was. MelTrotter.org if you'd like to make a donation. <laughs> Is it Mel Trotter? Do they, do they do the turkeys? Yeah. Yeah. Big turkey. Yeah. And you know, it wasn't just the turkey drop that we, I learned. Uh, I have a cousin, a first cousin who's no longer with us, who lost his battle with alcoholism oh. and depression as well. And we shared 99.9% of the same DNA. Uh, his sister, uh, his wife. Uh, 
his mother was my mom's sister, and we both became alcoholics, and uh, he didn't recover from it and was on the street and at one time uh, was at Mel Trotter Ministries, and that's where we learned about it first. And they wow. did such amazing, compassionate work for him. I got a good heart for it. And then at Wood Radio, and you were part of those turkey yep. drops as well, yep. Yep. Uh, we started uh getting turkeys to feed uh, the homeless. And they do more than just feed people there, obviously. They, they try to turn their life around. How many people do they serve, would you guess? Uh, I, at one time, I could I could quote how many meals a day, but it's like 500 at breakfast. Uh, so it's big. They get so much for so little because they get great deals on the food because they... Well, I see them lining up to, before they open the doors down there. Yeah. And, um, but Tom, when you amazing. make your donation, uh, it's not... <laughs> It's not just uh, <laughs> who good. they feed, uh, it's the lives that they turn around. Oh, absolutely. And they do stuff upstream now. Uh, they, the feeding is just the open hand. And there it is. Gives them the opportunity to, to share they on the ministry. They divert people from homelessness. So hundreds of families last year uh, learned through some counseling or a connection uh, how to keep from being homeless. And for few hundred dollars uh, based on whatever it is uh, that it costs the system for emergency care and emergency shelter or living on the street. Uh, it makes good business sense, too. Sure. So, there you go. Meltrotter.org. Sorry, I stopped <laughs> saying that. No, is that a, sh- you can, st- it's a shelter, too, though, right? Yep. Is it a place to sleep? Is it a place yep. to, because did they not just add on to the facility? They just had a grand opening of okay. uh, a a training facility where for like a seven week woodworking training, they can find people jobs. And at the end of this seven week training period where they then get a caseworker and, and help with whatever it was that, that put them in the homeless situation. uh, They get people that compete to give them jobs at a, competitive wage, so uh, they do all sorts of stuff there. Is Mel Trotter just uh, Michigan-based, West Michigan? Yeah, but they're connected to shelters all around the country. Yeah, yeah. Well, you mentioned they're kind of a model for other other organizations. Absolutely wow. amazing. And and um, even holiday time. I know a lot of people want to give in the holiday season, but you know, you can use it year-round. Yeah. But it is a, it's a depressing time for a lot of people. And you know, if you don't have a place to go or be, it's a it sounds like that's absolutely the program is and if you are someone I'll use this as another opportunity uh, Do it. to talk about uh, being an alcoholic in recovery it's a tough time uh, for people and for families uh, there's a lot of stress uh, around the holidays as well um, my Tuesday meeting was uh, jumping with people that were a little freaked out about the holidays and a lot of them have been in recovery for a long time um, just uh, open the internet browser uh, aa.org and find a meeting uh, for you and don't don't worry about which one's right. Uh, God will lead you to the right one. Uh, there's a North and a South uh, Alano Club, which is amazing, which does uh, hundreds of meetings a week, and that's on college uh, just around the corner. So uh, there are AA meetings everywhere. For heaven's sakes, uh, throw a dart and go. Just uh, just one. You're right, going to find start. your tribe, trust me. And the only uh, codicil for going to an AA meeting uh, is okay. that you want to quit drinking. Did so, you say codicil? You I just slipped Holy crap, where's money? Is that a radio word? $20 word. I've never used it on yeah, the radio. Yeah, that's a good word. I, w- I would <laughs> say, you know what? In in Boston, which is where you guys are both from, aren't you both from the... Well, Sandy and I lived out there okay. in, for a while. Here's what I'm saying. If you have a car to sell... Oh, that was good. Oh, I'm so sorry. It's past my time. It's North End Italian time. food. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. You've never been to Boston. Uh, go to Fenway uh, Park, take in a game. But in the North End, there's this little Italian community, and the food, every restaurant is amazing. Are you, and you're from 
the East Coast. Well, I was born in Boston, so I can't really say that I'm from there, but I was there till I was that's two. Pretty so. much from. Well, yeah. Guess so, that's Steve Kelly, do you find that we're the same age, 59, pushing 60, Actually, which I, is the perfect age to be thinking about your retirement money. For goodness sake, fifty-nine and a half, you can take out of that farm. Look what he right. just did. Look That's what right. happened. Um, do you find that you have? Because uh, people are talking about retirement. Think about retirement. I feel like I'm just hitting my stride, Tom. You're just hitting your stride. Don't you feel like? Because uh, you've found your sobriety. How? Old? Uh, that would have been well, almost ten years ago. Time flies. Yeah. Time flies when you're sober. Right. <laughs> I just mean. Yeah. But um, remember things. Yeah. You know, there's food. Food I can eat that tastes good. <laughs> Your stomach's okay. Yeah, it's not just the wine course. Yeah, <laughs> but you, but I'm. Are you hitting your stride? Are you? I, I see you sticking around at Wood for a minute or two. I do too. My wife, yeah. uh, my current wife Sandy, you've met her. Yeah. Um, she has retired officially. She was a special ed teacher for 34 years. Whoa, Taught for God years. God bless yeah. her. Great. Yeah, I guess so. I like That's Sandy. what our Whoa. other kid does. The the 28 year old is a special ed uh, teacher as well. Yeah. Uh, and I feel the same way, Michelle. I got. Got lots to say, and uh, I can get up early. Uh, sign me up. I'm well, not you're ready. a master. As I was in your studio a couple weeks ago, just watching you run that control board, and I mean, it's like driving a spaceship in there. I was just in awe. And <laughs> it's just like everything just is like autopilot. I mean, it was just incredible. It uh, still beats making an honest living. <laughs> it beats working every day. Yep. It yeah. does. Yep. It beats yeah. working every day. But there is life uh, after radio and life out there other than radio too I am I love being doing this podcast every week and being part of this Jacobs we don't even want to it's a team but it's also a thing <laughs> this Jacobs thing these this we're starting a new cult you're doing it right it is it is somebody said that last night to me when I was talking about you they're like oh my god I want to join that cult I'm like come on in the water's warm but um Steve we have a whole bunch I mean you'll have to come back I mean we want to talk about I, boy, I want to do a whole series on with Mel Trotter. I want to talk about what's your what do you what's your hobby? Are you, he fishes? What do you? I don't. Oh. I really. <laughs> I golf, but I haven't golfed in like a year. I. Uh, what's I, your hobby? That's such a cheesy thing. But I, I mean, you might. No, I work and I. Yeah. Go to Mel Trotter meetings. <laughs> I really, I, so, uh, people ask me since Sandy retired all the time, when are you going to do it? And yeah. when I can find a way to channel all this stuff that I got going on in my head and all those abilities that uh, I, I think I still have, I'll be happy to step down and do that. So, I will be looking for a hobby. We are enjoying watching you continue with your open hand and helping people and serving, uh, you know, West Michigan on the air. We love. We love watching you. And same with, with Tom. I mean, you guys are not unlike each other. In other words, you're a lot alike with what, you know, you're serving a community, you're serving a need. And yeah, I really, I, I'd like to... Can Takes you a village, they say. Yeah. yeah. Takes a village. We'd like you to come back, though. Okay, I'll do it. We're Thank done you. already. Didn't this go quick? Thank you for your role in putting us together. I love this. <laughs> Marriage. <laughs> yeah, this is like a thing. This is like a job. There's, uh, there are toys here that you plug in. There's this cool. Isn't this fun? Right. People are making money. Come uh, back. 
please come back. How's yeah, that? Please come back. Um, if you'd like to subscribe, please do leave a comment. And Steve, where else can we find more about you? Like, is there, we can find you on social media. We can find you at Wood. Yeah, at Wood Radio is a great way to find all the personalities there as well. You may follow me, Steve Kelly, at uh, on Facebook. And okay. uh, you can't miss me there either. How's that? In your morning show every day, Monday through Friday from AM 1300 and 106.9 FM. Via the iHeartRadio app or uh, woodradio.com on the Listen Live button. How's that? Well, I'm glad. This has been really Didn't fun. Didn't I sound a lot taller? <laughs> <laughs> I sounded a lot thinner. Well. I'll tell you that right now. Welcome to radio. Yeah. Thank you so much. Thank, Thank you. you, Steve. God yeah. bless you. Subscribe to the Retirement Domination Life After Work podcast and leave a review. We'd love to hear from you. Jacobs Financial Services offers insurance and annuity products. All guarantees are backed by the financial strength and claims paying ability of the issuing company. We do not provide investment tax or legal advice and are not affiliated with any government agency.